0: Hello, thank you for downloading episode 22 of the Research Files podcast series brought to you by Teacher Magazine. I'm Jo Erp. This episode marks a milestone for Teacher, it's our 50th podcast. Over the last two years or so, we've shared research and practical advice for the classroom through our series on school improvement, action research, teaching methods, global education and of course the research files and we've thrown in a few special episodes for good measure. Today we're talking behaviour, a new study by members of the Violence Research Centre at the University of Cambridge and colleagues from Switzerland and Canada has found that positive teacher-student relationships when the student is around 10 years old can significantly reduce problem classroom behaviours and the effects last for up to four years. Lead author, Dr Ingrid Obsooth, joined me from London to talk
1: about the results.
2: Now, before we talk about the main findings, I want to go back a step. Uh, what was the aim of the research?
1: So our goal was to show that teacher-student relationships matter in relation to behaviour specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, while we know from other research that teacher-student relationships are important for younger children and in relation to learning and student development, much less was known about the specific effects on behaviors and even more specifically in adolescence. And um, of course, like in many situations, we know that behaviors influence relationships, but we also know that relationships influence behaviors. So what we wanted to really show that the relationship um, to behavior link is important in order to be able to emphasize that interventions on that level are important um, to influence behaviors in schools.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now you've mentioned that that's uh, within a
2: school setting. Now what did it actually involve? I understand you you used data that already existed from Switzerland, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's right. So uh, the study was part of um, The Zurich Project on the Social Development of Children and Youth. And this is a longitudinal study which follows approximately 1,600 children who were first assessed at age seven and they are now age 17. So it's a so called cohort study in which we assessed, well, they assessed everyone who entered elementary school or primary school in the year 2004. And uh, information has been collected, um, as I mentioned, for the past 12 years, and it's been collected from children. Um, now, who are now teens and their teachers and in the first four years information was also available from the parents so this is also included in the study. We had around 1,000 kids for whom we had information available um, on all the variables we were interested in in this specific study and what we did is we looked at their reports of their quality of relationships uh, with the teacher at, a, at age around 10 years and um, and then We wanted to find pairs of children, and we managed to find pairs of children who differed on their quality of relationship to the teacher. So we had pairs of kids, with one with better and one with worse relationship with the teacher, and we matched them on over 100 characteristics, um, which we measured prior to the assessment of the teacher-student relationship to make sure that what we then find is, um, in relation to outcomes can be attributed to the change in the teacher-student relationship. So, so in this specific study, the, the outcomes we looked at were prosocial behavior, aggressive behavior, and oppositional defiant behavior. We didn't look at well-being beyond that, but this is something that uh, we could look at an, in, in further follow-up studies. We could look at how this impacts on their success in life, their overall well-being, and, um, and other aspects of their development. Mm-hmm. And those characteristics, what kind of things are we talking about
2: Um Things like aggressiveness, was it cooperation? Was was that the kind of thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's actually an important question because what you wanted what we wanted to control for there to isolate this this effect of the teacher student relationship is other types of behaviors and other types of um, experiences, which could theoretically also have an impact on the behaviors we were interested in. So what we looked at and what we matched the two kids on were things like previous aggressive behavior, previous oppositional behavior, different parenting style, their level of prosociality, their exposure to bullying at school, their approach to the school, their motivation to learning and um, other variables. And they were assessed both. Sorry, from all three um, informants from the child, um, the teacher reports, as well as parent reports. Mm -hmm. Importantly, we also matched them on their previous teacher-student relationship. So we also, um, in in other words, controlled for that uh, to have really only measuring the difference between the teacher-student relationship at age 10 to 11.
2: Mm-hmm. So on to the key findings then. The, the full study has been published in the Journal of Youth and Adolescence, and we'll put those mm-hmm. links to that on our site with this
1: podcast, but can you take us through the highlights, if you like? Yeah, so so the key findings were that, um, in fact, as we predicted, what we found is that the students with better relationships, self-reported and teacher-reported, versus those with worse relationships were more pro-social, and they were also less aggressive and less oppos- oppositional. Um, or showed less oppositional behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, so with respect to aggression, the effects lasted up to four years following the teacher relationship assessment. So this is a rather lasting effect. And um, I think the other interesting finding is that the children's reports um, were a stronger predictor of these effects and a stronger predictor of longer term effects, which is perhaps not surprising because it is the, the child who is uh, perceiving the relationship and then. How they are seeing the relationship is impacting on their behaviors.
2: Now one thing that's grabbed the headlines, uh, uh, if I can put it that way, is you've argued in the in the paper I think the results suggest a a positive teacher-student relationship can be as effective as anti-bullying interventions at improving well-being. Can you just expand on that a little?
1: The bullying programs that are reported about in, in other published work are reporting certain effect sizes. So they're, they're reporting uh, changes in behaviors and well-being of a certain effect. And uh, what we find in, in our study, based on the teacher-student relationship, the effect on the changes in behaviors or the differences in behaviors between those kids who have a better versus worse relationship are comparable to those that they find in the studies where they look at bullying interventions. So what we are suggesting then is that the, while those programmes are also very important and um, and uh, they show um, good effects on changing behaviours or or, um, or other outcomes, um, teacher-student relationships are also important and could achieve similar effects um, through building positive relationships. Mm-hmm. So quite big implications.
2: Then, uh, what are the implications uh, of this research? I'm, I'm thinking for school leaders, teachers on the ground. Um, what could mm-hmm. they be doing in light of your findings? Then,
1: yeah, I think the the, the greatest implication is that um, um, the relationships between students and teachers really do matter, and they matter beyond just uh, young children. And they are important uh, in adolescence and they have some lasting imp- lasting impact. And I think um, they are worthy of investment in, uh, in supporting teachers and being able to do this. Um, I think some of the things that one would want to focus on in terms of building positive relationships are, are some things that we find, um, for example, in attachment research which talks about um, parent-child relationships and how those change through development. So, for example, in adolescence what you want to emphasize is uh, that they are moving towards independence and and thinking on their own and being able to make their own decisions, but also providing them that necessary support. So finding the balance of of building that really supportive, uh, but also encouraging of independence type of relationship. Um, Of course, what what one would want to see is leadership which would support such relationships. And also beyond that, uh, schools which would support those types of relationships and environments so that it's not just the dyad that is building the supportive relationship, but also a school that is um, sort of full of positive energy and the kids are really wanting to go there. And, and in effect, really moving from from punitive disciplinary practices, perhaps to more um, more relational, so-to-speak disciplinary practices but not really sort of in a positive um, direction. So supporting kids through positive relationships as, as opposed to punishing them, so from exclusion which is um, which is quite popular here still, excluding kids from school when they misbehave, um, from, from moving from exclusion to inclusion and thinking about how can we help these kids through building better environments and better relationships.
2: Mm-hmm. Finally then, uh, what are the next steps for you in terms of research in this area or indeed other academics looking at this issue?
1: Yeah, so for us, um, and we touched upon this a little bit, is uh, is looking at potentially looking at other outcomes. So what else is really influenced by these teacher-student relationships um, at this point, but also in further follow-up. So following these kids as they grow and enter into um, young adulthood and adulthood and how this, uh, what are these relationships are further impacting on their development and, uh, and well-being, as we talked about. Um, I do also think that we need to understand a little bit more about the process of these positive relationships. So while we know that um, a balance is important, that, uh, that young people want to be uh, supported, and then they want to feel connected to their school and to their teacher, um, there is much more that needs to be understood about this. And uh, we can do this both through administering some questionnaires, but probably better yet, uh, actually talking to teachers and young people and asking them uh, specifically in specific schools in specific neighbourhoods, what would make for a better relationship and a better environment where they would want to spend time, learn and also um, learn some good um, um, positive behaviour skills. Mm. I suppose actually at
2: a small scale level that could be something that schools could could look at doing now, uh, you know, within their own context. Uh, Educators could look at carrying out their own service, couldn't they, on this matter?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think schools can do a lot uh, about this and asking their own staff what are the obstacles, what are some, some um, positive uh, experiences that some teachers may have but others may not have and learn from each other within their own specific context.
2: Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, uh, Dr. Ingrid Obsuth will watch those developments with interest uh, in the future. But for now, thanks ever so much for sharing your work with the research files.
0: You've been listening to an episode of The Research Files from Teacher Magazine. To download all of our podcasts for free, visit acer.ac forward slash teacher itunes or www.soundcloud.com forward slash teacher acer. To find out more about the research discussed in this podcast and to access the latest articles, videos and infographics, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au.